Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Ah, happy Tuesday morning to you and welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. I'm Mark. Uh, happy to be back in here after a couple of uh, relaxing days off and hopefully you enjoyed uh, President's Day yesterday. Yeah, if you if you were off and if not, you enjoyed Heidi Harris filling in for us yesterday. Kim, how are you? Good. How Good. are you doing? How is I'm Memphis? Doing well. Memphis was outstanding. Thank you. I listened to the show a little bit on Friday, and uh, you did a fantastic job. Thank you for that. Thanks. Appreciate that. Carl, how about you? You have a good weekend? I was at hockey all weekend. All weekend. With your son on Thursday night. Ah. And then uh, on a national embarrassment yesterday. No, it Did was you not. hit the wrong button, Carl? No. The team did not play well. Oh. We didn't yeah, really have I a good weekend. Fine. Lost Saturday, <laughs> lost yesterday. I did but fine. better than Mizzou. Mizzou has lost 12 games back-to-back, I oh, counted this morning. I hate that. I'm sorry to hear that. It's been a uh, it's been a rough stretch for a lot of college basketball teams. Kentucky bounced back a little bit this weekend, so that was, that was a good thing for me. But <laughs> I know Mizzou fans are suffering for sure. Wow. So, yeah, we had a great time. Went went down to Memphis and um, d- got to tour the the uh, distillery down there for Old Dominic. You might see the shirt I'm wearing this morning, my uh-huh. Old Dominic uh, shirt that I got when I was down there. If you ever get to Memphis, I'm going to highly recommend it. Made it down to Beale Street, listened to some great music, and went to B.B. King's restaurant down there, uh, Carl. I don't it's know if a, you've been there before or not. It's a chain, yes. Um, it, it was fantastic. They had uh, they had a band in there playing the blues. You know, they were just doing a great job. And then uh, they got done, and they wrapped up, and they started walking away. And the next thing that happened is very strange. They came back out, and they played War Pigs by Black Sabbath. <laughs> It was a request, I'm guessing. I, I don't know. It was their it was their encore, like a full on hard rock song after all of these blues. I was in seventh heaven. It was fantastic. How so, was the basketball game? It was it was very interesting because uh, believe it or not, the bad team won. The I, uh, the I, Grizzlies. We talked about beat that the Bucks the next day. My my kid was jealous because he'd never see seen uh, Giannis or Damon Lillard play, and they were both there mm-hmm. uh, playing for Milwaukee. And I got to watch him. I think uh, the guy scored like 27 There's points. There's a documentary <clears throat> on the Giannis family. Yeah, like his brother plays for the team. By his contract, he's required to. If you want Giannis, you got to hire his brother. Because that did who's not, not used very to be good. the case. I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently, he's not as good as his brother. Let's no. put it that way. There's a third brother, too. <sighs> but we digress. Anyway, it was a great weekend. Yesterday was beautiful outside. Hopefully, you got outside and 
enjoyed that. 65 on Wednesday. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. I mean, what was perfect about this weekend, well, the snow came, I guess, on Friday. So beautiful. That was probably one of the best snows we've had all winter. And then it was very pretty. And then what was even prettier is that it was all melting like the next day. Except uh, the road disaster that it caused, apparently, while I was out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry I missed that. Made national news. (laughs) There wasn't a drop. It was 60 degrees in Memphis. I was kind of hating on the schools for canceling. I know Ethan Bright's daughter's school canceled like Thursday night. And I was like, oh, you're jumping the gun. But. I stand corrected. Yeah, I, I saw the uh, the superintendent of the Rockwood District had put out a a um, pretty long email response on Facebook apologizing for not calling off school sooner uh, on Friday. They kept following. Apparently, the, the forecast said it was going to taper off around 2, and it didn't. And they didn't call school off as early as they should have, and he was having to apologize. For I went to Moby Dick at the rep on Friday <clears throat> night. Ah, well, Fant. the roads was really well better, I guess, by well then. Done. Yeah. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, what happened uh, around here? Not a whole lot. Let's see. There was the follow-up to the Super Bowl shooting, which I I missed because whatever arrests happened happened on Thursday or Thursday. Friday. I think it was announced. So we missed that in the news cycle. Um, still a lot going on. To my understanding, and I'm trying to confirm this at this hour. There has been a filibuster going on all night down in Jefferson City uh, by the Democrats this time, not not by the Freedom Coalition, trying to break the system and get everybody to shut down uh, initiative petition reform. So uh, the there's still I don't know when the when the, when it ended, if it's still going on. We're going to try to confirm that for you this morning and see what's going on in the meantime. Let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Here's the downside to what President Trump is trying to do. I, I, I would love it for these two folks to prosecute me. Because from what I saw, neither one of them are very good. <laughs> Trey Gowdy, have a little bit of fun with uh, with Fanny Willis this week. Is that Fanny or Fawny, Kim? We're saying both. Oh, we're saying both. All right, just kidding. Donald Trump was presiding over an okay economy. You know, again, I don't know. I can't explain polling. No, I mean, I, I yeah, can't. No, I don't. All I can do is do the look ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elizabeth uh, Warren Pocahontas there telling us that she's not, she doesn't know why people were so fond of $2 gas and 2% inflation. Uh, she doesn't understand that at all. If New York just loses 10% of the trucks that go in there, their prices are going to skyrocket on everything from milk to eggs to any type of goods. The New York City boycott is on, baby. A lot of truckers are saying we're not even going in there anymore after this BS lawsuit uh, that this judge uh, settled and, and tried to fine Donald Trump hundreds of millions of dollars. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You can't even walk around down yes, there. Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. Hey. <laughs> yeah, my my love-hate relationship with Charles Barkley continues. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you what, he and Lindsey Graham are on my list about half the time. But first of all, last week he had those dumb comments about guns after the shooting in, San, in, in, in Kansas City for the Super Bowl. But, man, he was on fire yesterday about San Francisco. Uh, bring in a little bit of truth about how miserable it is. I don't know who it was was trying to, on that broadcast, uh, was uh, he was on there with Draymond Green, 
Is that right? Yes. And Taylor Rooks, mm-hmm. was it a podcast? No, I believe it was the All-Star it Game. It was actually the All-Star Game broadcast, right? I thought so. Because they were trying to shut him down. What they said was use the cough button next time. Like, like I have a cough button, so if I'm talking and I my voice gets cut off like this, they wanted him to push the cough button because they didn't want to hear what he had to say. Uh, do, do you have to listen to it in its entirety. Go ahead and hit it, Carl. If you had a if you had a chance of being cold or being around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, when you No, we don't. Yes, we do. You can't even walk around down yes, there. Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. Hey, Taylor, <laughs> you live in Philadelphia. Taylor, I live in Arizona. That microphone says cough. Hey. Just hold that down. Trying to shut him down. It's funny because, I mean, you and I joke about that with St. Louis, and I'm from here. I mean, this is my hometown. I love St. Louis, but it's a fact, not that you have to wear a bulletproof vest to walk around, but that you have to be on guard. So why is it such a terrible thing to just call San Francisco in this case for what it is, which is crime-ridden? They've got clearly an issue like St. Louis does. You know what happened? You know what happened this weekend, uh, don't you, in St. Louis? The big volleyball tournament. Yeah, that's right. The same one. Janae Edmondson. Janae Edmondson lost her legs in a year ago, and they're back. Right? I'm not quite sure why that tournament would come back to St. Louis, uh, given what happened in that particular case. But they they were back, and thousands of people were probably down here watching that. I know my my daughter had a couple of friends who were playing in it. In fact, Um, and what else has faded from the headlines pretty quickly is the 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 mother and daughter who died after the Drake concert a week ago. Yeah, and that ironically was almost a year to the date after Janae Edmondson. Yeah, and yeah. that kid, 22 years old, probably a rap sheet as long as my leg, uh was processed and let out of jail. You know how fast they said he was going in downtown? 70? 70 mm-hmm. miles per hour running red lights. What's the yeah. speed limit down here? 30? Probably 35? maybe 25. I don't know. I mean, nobody enforces the speed limit down well, here, so we true. wouldn't know. Yeah, nobody nobody knows what the speed limit is on the downtown streets. I don't even think they bother to post it. Yeah, it's like it's true. No one's going to abide by it. <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it: when you're down three or four hundred police officers, you've got more important things to do than pull people over for doing five miles an hour over the speed limit. They're just not enforcing things like that. Yeah, which, which by the way, is funny because there's that Missouri lawmaker who's introduced a bill that says that auto shops would not be able to work on cars if they have expired temp tags. She's she's a candidate, I believe, uh, for state rep up in Florissant, uh, Banger, Gretchen Banger. Banger, name. Gretchen Banger. And uh, I met her before. She's a Democrat. She's yep. running for a seat in North County, and she wants to pre- prevent mechanics from having to work on cars that don't have license tags mm-hmm. um that's going to end up in somebody getting shot that that's the that's my problem with it. somebody's going to take their car to the mechanic mechanic's going to say i'm sorry i'm not allowed to work on it and f- violence is probably yeah, going to occur i support it in theory because yeah. we're all sick and tired of these expired temp tags but some of these auto shops to your point are like okay why are we the ones now ha- we're becoming the police officers we're having to tell people we're not working on your car and yeah. then deal with the ramifications That's, of that that is not the solution to the problem in my opinion i mean as much as i uh, applaud her efforts to have some impact on people driving around as tax scoff laws um the solution is 
pass a law that makes it hurt if you get pulled over driving a temp tag. $1,000 fine the first time, $2,000 fine the second time, uh, third time your car gets gets locked up and, and, you know, gets towed away. Yeah, the other component of that is they actually have to collect it because people get these fines and it's like, meh. Who cares? Well, They're not. Then, I don't have to really then, pay it. Then warrants the theory, get issued like. uh, for your right. arrest. They need to actually follow up and take action. They got. They got to do it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We got uh, Kim on a whim coming up. Uh, we've got a Mark Cox soapbox coming up. Carl Middleman didn't even know that. We're going to get to that one uh, just a little bit later. We got John Lamping. Two new people. Uh, at least one new person has jumped into the CD three race. We'll talk more about that with John about six thirty five. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So from what I can tell, uh, the Missouri Senate is still in session at this hour. I've got the live feed pulled up right now, and uh, basically the Democrats have filibustered this SJR 74 all night. That is the, this is what we're trying to do here, which is reform initiative petition processes. The Democrats have been filibustering because that's what Democrats do. They they want uh, to have the ability for their outside progressive forces to spend a couple million dollars, buy their way onto the ballot, and then run false ads about things to deceive uh, voters who are low information, who then go out and vote based on those ads and not on the truth. It's going on right now. If you listen, there's silence because they're trying to find one of the senators who's supposed to come up to the podium and speak right now, and they're off looking for him. So occasionally you'll hear voices on here. I heard Senator Bill Igel a little earlier. Uh, they're trying. There's been an amendment. They keep trying to amend it, and they keep voting that down. And now they're trying to get a final vote on SJR uh, 74 there in the Missouri Senate. So if we hear anything, uh, we'll let you know, because it should pop up on the microphone here shortly. That's what you hear in the background. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Going We're on? how many days into the session? <laughs> it's already oh been God. kind of wild. It's here on the 15th. Hold on there, Dennis. You can hear him talking. To be in the building. It's here from the 15th. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're, they're Thank calling. Thank you, Mr. President. It, uh, 
it's, it's clear that the minority is not here to discuss this topic. It's clear that they're here just to kill it. So um, with that, I, I end my inquiry. That's Senator Andrew Kenny. Does any of your senators desire to be heard on adoption of Senate substitute yeah, number yeah. four? All right. So anyway, I'm going to stop that because it gets kind of boring. But the, the point is the Missouri Senate is still in session at uh, 526 in the morning on uh, on Tuesday. And they've been working since yesterday when this thing got introduced. It was filibustered all night by the Democrats. And I don't know where it ends. I mean, here's the thing. You know, the honest truth. Liberals are willing to play hardball. They'll sacrifice their mother for whatever they want. Republicans are not. Because right now, Caleb Rowden, president of the Senate, could come to that microphone and say, uh, we are going to put up a motion for previous question that ends debate and the vote happens right now. And if the vote happens where Republicans have a supermajority, they win. But any Democrat can tie up or any senator can tie up the Senate for endless hours on a filibuster unless you invoke previous question. And then that ends debate and you vote and you get what you want, which is what they should be doing but Caleb Rowden will not do it. You should call his office and ask him why. Why won't you do this? Because if the, you can bet if the Democrats were in power, they'd be doing it to you. I just don't get it. It's it's a, it's a it's an amazing thing uh, to watch what what's going on down there at the Missouri Capitol. Wow. Coming up, we'll get to Kim on a whim. Stay tuned. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Kim on a win. Your performance has been excellent this year. Thank you. No, seriously, I appreciate everything you do. You never call out. You always stay late when we need you to. I think we would literally fall apart without you. Thank you for noticing. For these reasons, you have earned a meets expectations on your annual performance review. Keep up the good work. I'm sorry, I think you meant to say exceeds expectations. No, I put you down as meets expectations, but you were just saying how valuable I am to this company. How am I not exceeding expectations? You're a key part of this company, but I don't give any higher than meets expectations. Why? Because there's always room for improvement and this will motivate you to work even harder. Will there at least be any salary increases this year? Only for employees that exceed expectations. But you just said nobody gets that rating. Correct. <laughs> All right. Obviously that's tongue in cheek. It's actually animated, but I found that video and couldn't help but share it because we've all worked for a boss like that. Not this place, actually. I have to, I'm not just tooting their horns because I, I'm pretty sure they listen. But but Jen, I really feel this way. Like, we really do have great bosses here. But I have worked for, for bosses like that in the past where you feel like you are busting your butt and working so incredibly hard and it's just never going to be enough. Right. Like, I would get done with a story. I am running like a chicken with my head cut off and the first text message I would get was like, not great job on this or great job on that, but it was 
why didn't you get this? Why didn't you get that? Why didn't you ask this? And it's just, if, if your balloon <clears> is just, <throat> takes the air right out. <laughs> All the time. Very deflating. Yeah. But I found these, these articles talking about how a lot of these performance reviews that you do, and a, a, probably a number of companies do the, the big old annual, annual review that you typically dread. But more and more companies are moving away from that because they're finding it's just not effective. Because it's kind of like you're a train going one direction, picking up momentum, and then at the very end of the line, you're like, actually, you've been off track for the last 50 miles, so now it's really hard to correct. So a lot of them are trying to do more and more of these just casual, here's how it's going, here's what you could improve on. And I think my generation and the lower, like Gen Z, I think that's more our style. We want the regular feedback. I think your generation is is used to maybe not getting as much feedback. Correct. But probably with how just how much stimulus we have now. Like, think about even how quickly you can zip through videos on your phone. I mean, we're used to just boom, 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 boom. We want the immediate reaction. So, I know I'm like that personally. I want to know where I stand with my bosses. And it's not like I need constant praise, but I also want you to correct me if I'm doing something because I don't want to be doing it wrong for an entire year before you're like, hey, Kim, you've you've kind of sucked at this for the last <laughs> year. I just didn't tell you. Hey, did that uh, new employee of the year award like make any progress toward that for you? It Congratulations. Did, it did. Yeah, by thank the way. you. That did yeah. that was really nice. <laughs> um but, yeah, I, I, I just think it's interesting how a lot of companies are moving away from that. And I was realizing that, my gosh, we're almost at the end of February, which means at the end of March would be the, the end of Q1. So a lot of people are likely going to have these annual reviews. It, and it, it's like, are so, they effective anymore? Does it, does it motivate anyone listening? It's just it, does weird. Does it motivate it, you to it, do better? It's just weird because usually going into the year, you're told what your ex, what the goals are for you that year. Here, these are, these are your goals, right? Um, most people in uh, here, here's the deal. I've worked in jobs most of my life where I had a salary and I knew based on my contract, how much money I was going to be making. And there were occasionally, uh, opportunities to make more money, bonuses, things like that. And I've also worked in an industry where you started at zero each month and how much you brought in was completely based on your drive and getting it done. And I'm telling you what, <clears throat> I'm not wearing a hat right now, but if I did, I would take it off to all of you who work in that environment. Well, any, anyone because, who works in sales, that'd be almost 100% commission. So your salary depends on how successful you are, right. how hard you want to so, work. So you're you're getting that feedback in terms of your, your salary, right? Mm -hmm. Like those people that work in sales – they know what their goals are for the year. They know what their personal goals are. They know how much money it takes to pay the bills. They know immediately if they're not reaching or exceeding their goals. And so many people that work just for a salary don't have that same pressure, particularly in government jobs and some other jobs where, it, it, you know, it's it, you certainly have goals. Whether you get it done or not is not life or death, and you're getting your paycheck anyway. But here's the thing. How many people have worked for a boss who they were told, here are your goals, yes. here are the expectations, and you get in changed. and you realize it is far different than what you were initially told. And at that point, you can't do anything. Then you're micromanaged. You're constantly being redirected, so you really can't get anything done at that point. And then you're criticized for that. It's just like a vicious, you're like on a dang hamster wheel and you're running as fast as you possibly can and you're really not gaining any moment. You're just running in a circle. Because you're not making any people, progress. people want that that immediate gratification, that that pat on the back, that acknowledgement that 
you've didn't you've done this well and there and I've worked for plenty of managers who do that done that and I've worked for some that that leave you wondering all the time well I know they they call it the stack ranking where it's it's a style of of performance review or whatever you want to call it where it's like based on the entire workforce versus just like you individually so okay. I'm pretty sure that would be like Okay, if we're going to have a scale of one to five and five meaning exceeds expectations, which if you listen to that video at the top, we were joking that like no one ever no. really gets that because there's <laughs> always room for improvement. You Nobody gets that. a raise unless they exceed expectations. <laughs> yeah, no one exceeds expectations. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. We don't have to give any of you a raise. Um, but but I wonder how people feel about that because I have worked for a company like that and I remember one time I was given a four which is I remember her telling me that it was a very big deal that I got a four because she was like only a select number of people get a four like, no a one gets five? a five like maybe one person in the entire company would get a five and then only a handful of people would give a four but it's basically like a select number of people they have to give these rankings out to versus like mark it doesn't matter how many people i gave a four to you get a four because you deserve a four so i know a lot of people don't yeah. like that style right. either right which i understand that like i want to be ranked on how i did personally not necessarily c- compared to everybody else i, I don't know the I, I don't love performance reviews. If they're casual, I don't mind them. Like I, Again, I want to know where I stand, so I'm happy to talk about what's working well, what's not working well. But I just know that feeling of seeing that that annual review on your calendar and being like, the, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to do what I want to yeah. The best feedback is money. The yeah, best feedback like is that. positive reinforcement, right? Either through a bonus structure where you, if you achieve these goals, you get X and not just a pat on the back, or as a result of saying, you did a good job, you will get a pay increase next year. Well, but now everyone expects that is the problem. <laughs> right. Now we feel like if, if you don't get a pay raise, then you're clearly doing a bad job. A lot of companies, though, were still strapped from COVID and just enough inflation, a number no, of other reasons I, that makes I, yeah, it challenging. I but I think a lot of people feel that way. The, the, if I, I did a good job, I should get a raise, which I understand that. But I think a lot of companies are like, radio. I can't do that. Well, obviously <laughs> that, Carl. Have you cashed that check yet you got for your award the other night? Um, the first 100000 I did cash. Okay, the second 100000 I'm going to invest. Did they ask you to hold off on cashing that? Yeah, they just want to make sure it would bounce. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. Friday when? Uh, which Friday? Which Friday? In was like a hundred years. No, but did you guys talk about that on Friday? We did. Okay, all right. We congratulated I just, her. I just, yeah, Carl did. Once an hour. Me. Wanted to make sure everybody knew because we're very proud of you for that. That is fantastic. Thank you. That's company. That's a that's a group wide here. So we're we're very we're very proud of that for the you. Kids. Best in Thank six you. stations. Thank, Thank you, Carl. And the market. And I'm just happy that you met my expectations. I didn't exceed him, though, right? I met him. Nobody exceeds expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, I have no management authority over Kevin. I just so, want to so make that clear. I'm joking. There's always room for improvement. Try harder. <laughs> Do better. And let's break. All right. Let's get to a, a quick break here. Carl wants us to get to a quick break. Thank you, Kim. Yeah, that, that's a, a lot of people can identify with that for sure. All right. Coming up, we're going to get to uh, a little Mark Cox soapbox here when we come back. Stay tuned. Now, Mark Cox Soapbox. All right, ladies and gentlemen, class is in order. We're going to take a little history lesson this morning on the two-tiered justice system that exists in the United States today. In fact, we may be watching another prime example of it uh, right now in real time. No, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. 
although that's the most obvious case right now in, the, in America. I want to take you back a few years. Let's go back to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, and the riots that happened up there after the George Floyd case. Remember that? In May of 2020. And then a couple of months later, after a criminal was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after refusing to drop a knife. And after a whole night of violent protests, business owners there in Kenosha were forced to take matters into their own hands for security, right? Uh, Rioters attacked one of those security personnel. He happened to be a young man named Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember that name? Kyle, however, was prepared to defend himself against the armed thugs, and he ended up killing two of them. Now, what's very important here is the timeline. That shooting happened August 25th of 2020. On August 26th of 2020, Kyle Rittenhouse had already gone back to his house about 20 miles away, where he was arrested the next day, taken to a juvenile facility. At that point, nobody knew Kyle's name. He was still listed as a juvenile. On August 27th, two days after the shooting, Kyle Rittenhouse was charged with murder as an adult. Two charges of murder. Of course, protests broke out again, calling for a swift conviction of this, this MAGA Republican who dared to carry a gun and protect a business in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you know what happened? He went to court. He was found not guilty by a jury because it was self-defense. And despite the best effort of the biased prosecutors who supported the BLM protesters, Kyle Rittenhouse beat the charges. However, he didn't win in the court of public opinion, right? The media, their entire goal was to destroy him. They hate that he defended himself. And uh, they got him kicked out of college. Remember that? He won some defamation lawsuits. It gets back to the gun, of course, which was described as military style, being handled by a 17-year-old. Remember all that? Ask yourself why we're studying history today. By my watch, Kim St. Ange, we are seven days out from the shooting at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. We found out Friday two people have been arrested. They're being held on gun and assault charges in juvenile custody. Their identities have not been released because they're juveniles. However, people on the scene got pictures of them. We know what the perpetrators look like. Within two days, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse had been charged as an adult, and his life was put under a microscope by the media. Is there something about the juveniles in Kansas City that the mayor and the politicians there don't want you to know? That's a rhetorical question, by the way. Three people were arrested on the scene. Only two have been charged. And under protection of the juvenile system, we might never know who they are. It's possible they could still be charged as adult. They have to be certified. That process takes a bit longer. But apparently then it does in Wisconsin where Kyle Rittenhouse was charged immediately. Or this could fade from the headlines, as it already has because of the suspects who were involved. Already Democrats in the state of Missouri have gone down and complained they need more gun laws to keep weapons out of the hands of children. Right? Um, I wonder if the thugs involved in the shooting in Kansas City would have stopped to ponder the fact that what they were doing was already illegal when they killed one woman and injured 20 other people. That's also a rhetorical question. Criminals don't care. Politicians do. If it fits their narrative, they'll prosecute to the fullest extent of the law.
And if they don't, they're happy to see it fade away because it doesn't fit the narrative. Let's pray justice takes place in Kansas City. But so far, I must have missed all the mass protests in downtown Kansas City over the outrage of the shooting of 21 innocent people by two teenage gang members. If you hear about that scheduled rally, please let me know. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.